WTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. At least eight people have been shot and wounded early today near the campus of James Madison University in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Police say the violence began outside an off-campus apartment complex. No word yet on any arrest. President Biden's midterm campaign travel aimed at shoring up demographic strongholds of the Democrats. The president just returned from a four-day western swing with stops in reliably blue states, Colorado, California, and Oregon. With his job approval in the 40s, Mr. Biden has been steering clear of competitive states or districts. He's been stumping for individual Democrats and highlighting policies including infrastructure and student loan relief hoping to shift attention away from another sobering inflation report. That is Greg Clugston reporting, and this is SRN News. Mark Levin sees our way of life slipping away. Our country is dying. We're losing our freedom. Our Constitution is in tatters. Citizenship is up for grabs. People are suffering with the war on our economy and prosperity and success. Our institutions, our traditions are being burned to the ground. Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, good afternoon. Do you want to give a shout-out to your favorite host, have a topic suggestion for one of our shows, or just want to pass along your thoughts on the day's big news? Check out the texting feature on our free AM 1280, The Patriot app and let us know what's on your mind. 43 degrees for a high today, partly cloudy and a low of 28 tonight. Sunny with a high of 36 tomorrow. Thanks for listening to AM 1280, The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer. Brad Carlson. And 1280 Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast. We'd like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651 289 4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N A R N Show for comments or questions. And if you feel free to do so, just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Give our Facebook page a like or a follow if you haven't done so already, and we do have the live stream up and running. So, yeah, feel free to leave a comment or question there as well. And as always, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, it's uh, I'm kind of getting the feel for the studio again. First time back in the Patriot Bunker uh, in, uh, well, live in the Patriot Bunker in a few weeks. Had a uh, work trip uh, that I was leaving for. Uh, a week ago at this time, 
And then the uh, weekend before that had some family obligations, so I had to pre-record shows. But yeah, back live and uh, good to be with you. And that's why I'm giving out the phone number, because we want to hear from you as well. So uh, with that, I do want to move on to some national news. You know, if you were listening to SRN News uh, during the commercial breaks just now, you heard that uh, President Joe Biden very strategically is avoiding battleground states that could decide control of the U.S. Senate. This cycle, I think Democrats privately are, have acknowledged that the House is gone. They're going to lose the majority in the House, and I think privately they're acknowledging that. But the Senate is very much up for grabs. It shouldn't be if the Republicans put up, you know, for lack of a better word, normal candidates uh, in Pennsylvania, in Georgia, in Arizona. We wouldn't even really be talking about this. We'd say Republicans are going to take over Congress. It's just a matter of by how much. But the House is pretty much assured. The Senate, very much a toss-up. We may get to that later. But the news reporter made a very salient point that in the face of some more dismal economic numbers, particularly having to do with inflation, obviously the president's going to avoid these battleground states. So he's going to go to California, Colorado, Oregon, safe you know, Democrat states. Although, although, keep an eye on the Oregon gubernatorial race. Sounds like the Republican candidate in that particular race is doing very well. Given what's going on, particularly in Portland, I mean, you think Minneapolis is bad. Okay, Portland, with what's going on there, there's an opportunity for the Republican candidate, whose name escapes me, the Republican gubernatorial candidate, to pick up that state. Uh, wouldn't that, that that just would be unbelievable if if a Republican can win the gubernatorial race in Oregon. What what are we doing here in Minnesota? Come on now. But I bring all that up to sit, to allude to the fact that yeah, uh, the inflation numbers this past week. Not so good again. Northern Alliance Radio Network alum Ed Morrissey writing at hotair.com. So much for the stall in gas prices last month, eh? Even with the price of gasoline dropping 4.9% in the month of September, overall consumer prices rose by 0.4% in the month, the highest increase since June. The new Consumer Price Index year-on-year result shows inflation still roaring, at 8.2% and rising gas prices this month promise even more roaring into the fall. So-called core CPI rose again as well and even faster. Shelter costs drove this area of inflation the hardest. Uh, For example, the index for all items less food and energy rose 0.6% in September following an identical increase in August. The shelter index continued to increase, rising 0.7% in September, also the same as in August. The rent index rose 0.8% in September. The owner's equivalent rent index also increased 0.8% over the month, the largest monthly increase in that index since June 1990. The index for lodging away from home fell 1% over the month. So if you want to get an idea of how... Uh, prices have risen, uh, the annual inflation via Bureau of Labor Statistics. Now, these percentages mark from this time last year, so September 2021 to September 2022. Airline fares, 42.9%. 
Utility gas, 33.1%, just in time for the winter months, eh? Eggs, 30.5%. Gasoline, 18.2%. So imagine this. The administration is touting how gas prices are going down, like this is a good thing. CNN just a month or two ago was talking about, wow, that's like a built-in tax increase, or or tax decrease, excuse me, built-in tax tax cut, or more money in your pocket because you're spending this much less at the pump. Yeah, but it's still 18% higher than it was this time last year. A chicken, 17.2%, coffee, 15.7%, milk, 15.2%, bread, 14.7%. I mean, on and on and on. It's just absolutely insane. And if you want the monthly food inflation, uh, cereal and bakery products, 0.9%. Meat and eggs, 0.4%. Fruit and veggies, 1.6%. Okay? We've just been through a pandemic. People are becoming a little more health conscious. Eat more fruits and vegetables, right? Oops, up another 1.6% month over month. Food away from home, 0.9%. Because when Joe Biden, when inflation does tick up, he talks, wow, it's just an inch. Or or like with the July numbers. Remember the July numbers, how he spun that? He kind of leaned to the microphone. There is zero inflation. Kind of give the zero with his uh, thumb and forefinger. There's zero inflation. Well... No, it was 8.3% from July 2021 to July 2022. The zero inflation he's talking about is it was 8.3% in July, just like it was 8.3% in June, but there's zero inflation. Again, this is a common theme I'm going to be conveying to you. These people think you're stupid. But they can only play this game so long. Oh, wow, listen to that. Zero inflation, boy, that's good news. Oh. Why is my grocery bill so much higher than it's ever been? That doesn't make any sense. They think you're stupid. They're lying to you. So uh, this this is just, this, this is just, they can't spin this any longer. And it's getting closer to the election. Okay? So I, I don't know if the October numbers will be ready by election day, but they're certainly not going to improve dramatically. In a month, despite the Inflation Reduction Act, which after that was passed, they quickly got away from talking about, well, it's going to reduce inflation to uh, it's a, it's like a Green New Deal or something. It's going to impact climate. It's going to impact the climate because we've got to fight climate change. And as much as these progs think that voters should be worried about abortion, January 6th, and climate change, it just ain't so. It's just not happening. They don't have People don't have the luxury to worry about those issues when they have to make a decision between paying the utility bills or buying groceries or scaling back on buying certain food items. That's just a fact. Okay. And oh, by the way, have you seen gas prices are up close to four bucks again? I noticed. So uh, to show you how out of touch he is, uh, Joe Biden, on one, I believe this was when he was in uh, Portland. Uh, Josh, this will be cut number three. Uh, apparently, I think this was when he was in Portland, you know, one of his stops uh, um, on the West Coast, or this was shortly after the inflation report came out. This is how uh, Joe Biden is trying to spin it. Cut number three. But not a single penny. No, I mean, it, not a single penny. If Republican wins, inflation is going to get worse. It's that simple. If Republicans win, meaning 
I'm assuming he means if they take over Congress, inflation is going to get worse. How exactly is that? Did 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 any enterprising journalist ask, uh, Mr. President, how exactly will it get worse if Republicans control Congress? Because any legislation that they pass that could potentially make inflation worse, couldn't you just veto it? Because you're the president, and ain't no way they're going to have super majorities to override your veto. So how exactly will it get worse? I would contend that if they do nothing, i.e., oh, I don't know, don't pass bills that give Americans money, where they just print more money without actually anything even being produced, so more money out there means less purchasing power. I mean, that's just basic economics, right? The more money you print and put out there in the system without anything being produced, okay, that that hurts the purchasing power and makes inflation worse, as we found out. Hence, all these COVID stimulus packages, whether it was passed by Trump or the Biden administration, doesn't matter. It's made things worse. So I would contend that if Congress doesn't do any of that, by default, it would get better. Well, it's official. The chanting points have gone out. You heard the president say, well, if the Republicans win, things are just going to get worse as far as inflation is concerned. Uh, progressive lapdog Chris Hayes on uh, his broadcast, I think it's All In with Chris Hayes on MSNBC, uh, made this uh, rather bold declaration. Cut number four. The midterms only 27 days away. Republicans appear to think they have the advantage on the economy. They do. Big part of that is just that the, the party that's out of power, uh, the, because the party that is out of power doesn't have the White House, will typically run against the status quo. Look, and right now, a big part of the status quo is inflation. People don't like it. Really? <laughs> According to the latest tracking poll, the economy is the number one issue people would like to hear candidates talk oh, about. Oh, stop right there. Stop right there. Pause that right there, Josh. And immigration. Okay. So the economy, this is an MSNBC poll. When an MSNBC poll shows that the economy, economic issues, is first and foremost on the minds of voters, that's when you know things are bad. That's when you know that they're going into spin mode. And you also know it's an MSNBC poll because second behind that is abortion reproductive rights Roe v. Wade. That's second. So 35% in this poll say economic issues are more important. Second is abortion, reproductive rights, Roe v. Wade, 15%. And then immigration shortly thereafter. So I'll be talking a little bit more about that. But continue. Chris Hayes. But if the economy is the number one issue to voters, then there is one party that will have an incentive to make it better. And that party is the one that has the presidency, the Democrats. The other side, the Republicans, have an explicit incentive to make the economy worse. And I will tell you, having covered the Tea Party Congress of 2011 amidst the recovery from the financial crisis, I feel confident in predicting that if Republicans win control of one or both houses of Congress, they will do everything in their power to sabotage the economy, to best set them up to retake the White House in 2024. How? That's the question I have is how? How would you do that? If you are the Congress and you pass legislation that could sabotage the economy. Oh, I got a brilliant idea. You want to know how you can sabotage the economy, Republicans? This is great. Pass something called Build Back Better. The president will sign it. He's talked about, he's been touting it ever since he's been on the campaign trail. Pass this legislation called Build Back Better. Pass it, Republicans, and have the president sign it. That's the sure way to sabotage the economy. I mean, come on. And if that happens... Who, who, who do you think the Prague media, people like Chris Hayes, are going to blame, of course? The Republicans, 
for passing such damaging legislation. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. That you see, this is and it's classic projection. Classic projection. This has been the Democrats' mo for as long as I've been following politics. What's bad for the country is good for them. This goes all the way back to Dick Gephardt, uh, former senator out of Missouri, where I think back in the '90s, where he talked about every point dropping in the stock market is another couple of seats that we Democrats will gain in Congress. Democrats have always aligned themselves with the fact that what's bad for the country is good for them. They need things to be bad, okay? And, I mean, look at look at some of the typical voting demographics for Democrats, Hispanics and, and, and black people. The Republicans got the largest share of the non-white vote in the 2020 election than they have it in like a 60 years, okay? Because finally people are starting to realize in those particular voter demographics, what have the Democrats really done to help us out? A bunch of empty promises, okay? And you could see that specifically with this Hispanic voting demographics. The Republicans are probably going to win the Senate seat in Nevada. That's a flip. Adam Laxalt, the Republican candidate, because specifically of the shift in the Hispanic vote. But again, how exactly can a Congress sabotage the economy? How would they do that? What would that look like? I'm curious. What would that look like, Chris Hayes? If there's a Democrat in the White House, what would that look like? I would contend that gridlock passing nothing actually, by default, makes things better. Passing, Not passing trillion-dollar spending troughs and putting more money in the system without producing anything, thus increasing inflation, not passing that makes things better. So the Republicans are going to suddenly put up pork barrel spending bills? Uh, Again, this is something that the prog media can get away with, just make these baseless assertions. And by the way, I remember the Tea Party Congress when they took over. What did they do to make things worse? I don't remember them sabotaging the economy then. So it's just somebody doesn't have a basic grasp of American civics, and and it shows. 651-289-4488, that is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, that's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And feel free to check us out on Facebook. We have our live stream up and running at Facebook.com. Do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Brad Carlson, The Closer, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Your heating doesn't need to be spooky this fall. The team at Standard Heating and Air Conditioning are here to craft custom solutions for you and your family. Get ahead of the howling winter weather and take advantage of this month's spooktacular offer and save $1,500 or more on a new furnace and air conditioner combo. The temperature dropping means more time inside. Ask your local sales rep about Standard Heating's indoor air quality solutions and receive $100 in savings on a UV light or electronic air cleaner with your purchase now offering zero percent financing for qualified buyers these savings won't be here long call now and save fifteen hundred dollars or more on a new furnace and ac combo 
Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, a family-owned and operated business. Visit StandardHeating.com. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. Call Standard Heating to schedule an appointment today. Mention the Patriot. That's StandardHeating.com. We need your help. Hello, I'm Marianne Koharski, Director of Pro-Life Across America. In my 30-plus years, I've never seen such a concerted attempt to silence our efforts and at a time when it's most needed. There's a powerful effort to prevent and block our pro-life messages. Our billboards, social media, and digital ads are all impacted. Unplanned pregnancies still happen. Our ads feature a hotline number connecting callers with more than 3,000 pregnancy support centers across America, offering alternatives to abortion, free ultrasound, and pregnancy help. Babies' lives are being saved. The need still exists. It really does. And Pro-Life Across America needs your help. To donate, please find us at ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. Did you know I could suck my thumb before I was born? Yep, we all started small. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. 6-1-2, the bird. Now you can say, I got a guy, when you have an electrical problem or a home project. Early Bird Electric is the troubleshooting expert, and they love old homes. For home rewires, remodeling projects, and emergency service, you can trust Early Bird because of their unmatched service guarantees. And yes, Early Bird offers same-day service and 24-7 emergency service. 612, the bird. Mention AM 1280 The Patriot and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. 612, the bird. Or visit 612thebird.com. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM 1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And don't forget, we have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So check us out there. Feel free to uh, view that. Leave a comment or question as well. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Continuing with the floundering Biden administration, uh, trying to do whatever they can to sabotage and undermine, uh, delegitimize, whatever you want to call it, the Republicans' prospects in the midterm elections. Uh, This is from uh, Ed Morrissey, again, Northern Alliance Radio Network alum, writing at hotair.com. And let me scroll back down here. Yeah, didn't Congress impeach Joe Biden's predecessor for flexing presidential foreign policy muscle to influence an American election? Because this sounds pretty familiar all the way down to the rejection of a nominal ally to play along. After Joe Biden in the White House accused Saudi Arabia of taking Russia's side by pursuing a significant production cut, Riyadh fired back, accusing Biden of failing to oppose the cut and just asking for a delay. A very convenient delay. Uh, this is from, uh, let's see, the. Uh, this is from a tweet that was put out. Uh, they attached to a statement from the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Basically, the White House pushed for Riyadh to use its weight in OPEC Plus to delay production cut for when? 
When, do you say? One month after the U.S. midterm elections. Very convenient. Because guess what? If they start delaying production before the midterms, what's that going to do to gas prices? This basic supply and demand, folks. If there's less supply, the demand is going to go up and the prices are going to go even higher through the roof. And no, it's not because of greedy oil companies. Don't you love that excuse? Well, these oil companies weren't so doggone greedy. Yeah, they only started getting greedy when uh, the current occupant took the White House, right? So uh, continuing with uh, Ed Morrissey, uh, here's a uh, here's a money shot of the statement. Uh, the government of the kingdom of Saudi Arabia would like to clarify that based on its belief in the importance of dialogue and exchange of views with its allies and partners outside the OPEC Plus group regarding the situation in the oil markets, the government of the kingdom clarified through its continuous consultation with the U.S. administration that all economic analysis indicate that postponing the OPEC Plus decision for a month, according to what has been suggested, would have had negative economic consequences. Ed Morrissey continues, That's a different narrative than the White House has run since the OPEC Plus announcement. They made it sound as though Biden opposed the cuts altogether and that the cuts were a betrayal of their understanding of the agreements in the Biden-Bin-Salman fist-bump meeting in July. Democrats responded to that by proposing a silly and impotent NOPEC act and threatening to cut off arms sales to the Sunni nation that leads the coalition trying to keep Iran contained. Not long afterward, White House spokesman John Kirby admitted that Biden hadn't opposed the cuts, but just wanted them to put off until the next OPEC meeting. You know, the one after the midterm election? Now, again, Ed brought up a great point in this piece. You're talking about threatening to withhold favors, in this case, cutting off arms sales to the Sunni nation that leads the coalition trying to keep Iran contained. In exchange, if you don't you know, delay the production cuts until after the election, because, of course, that would it won't help the Democrats, but it'll stem the tide of a potentially bigger red wave. But if gas prices continue to go up the way they have, I mean, that's going to be an election advantage, obviously, for the Republicans. Whether they take advantage or not after they get elected, it's another story entirely, but we'll leave that aside. So, yeah, um, where is it? Again, I'm asking this question a lot, it seems like, this show. Where are the enterprising journalists to say, yo, uh, Biden administration, how is that any different from what your predecessor did? Basically saying, when, you know, remember when uh, President Trump and what he deemed as the perfect phone call to the Ukrainian president saying, you know, uh, I can do this for you, but I need a favor from you. You know, there's uh, rumors that my opponent's uh, son had some business dealings with you. I kind of like to know what involvement that my opponent might have had. Okay. Kind of occurring favors that way. But. I, it seems to me we're short of enterprising journalists being willing to ask that question. So, again, this is just a situation where they're, they're just they're throwing anything against the wall to try to stem the tide of Republicans taking over Congress. And by the way, uh, Barack Obama is going to be going to Georgia here soon to campaign 
for incumbent Democrat Raphael Warnock in his battle against Herschel Walker. Despite the allegations against Herschel Walker that he paid for an abortion for a former pregnant girlfriend, you know, that initially hurt Walker initially after that uh, news came out in the polling, but polling has since gotten better for Walker because people realize, oh, wait, Raphael Warnock is horrible too. And oh, by the way, um, he doesn't agree to any restrictions in abortion and wants taxpayers to fund abortion. And oh, yeah, Raphael has had his own issues too in his domestic life. So we're supposed to be outraged that Herschel Walker is staunchly pro-life now, even though back in the day he paid for an abortion for his lover. We're supposed to be, we as pro-lifers are supposed to be mad at that, but we're supposed to acquiesce to Raphael Warnock wanting abortion without any limits and taxpayers to fund it. Yeah, that's not washing. And then Herschel Walker went out and had a pretty solid debate this past, I can't remember if it was Thursday or Friday night. Had a pretty solid debate against Warnock. And, th- and that's the fault of the progressives, by the way. I mean, they so denigrated Herschel Walker as just being this puppet of the Republicans, particularly of Trump, that he can't think for himself without a Republican official having his hand up his back or controlling the puppet strings. Okay? But then Walker actually came out and got some pretty good zingers. In a Raphael Warnock, specifically on the abortion issue, where Raphael Warnock said, eh, it's way too crowded in the examination room when there's a doctor and a woman there. It's way too crowded for the government to be in there, too. And Herschel Walker said, eh, Senator Warnock, let's not forget there's a baby in there, too. I mean, that's something I wouldn't have expected from Herschel Walker. But again, the prog set the bar so low for Walker that he didn't really have any trouble meeting it. And because he met it, all of a sudden people are thinking, hey, Maybe this guy is a viable candidate after all. So um, we may talk a little bit more about that race uh, next segment, but definitely in the coming weeks, that is for sure. So 651-289-4488, that is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, that's hashtag N-A-R-N Show, and check us out on Facebook, Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Check out our live stream up and running. Brad Carlson, The Closer, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Are you looking for a church that's grounded in scripture, music, and beauty and worship? If so, St. Dunstan's Anglican Church is for you. At St. Dunstan's, you'll be embraced by loving, caring people who share your values and who remain loyal to the gospel, the historic faith, and the sacramental life. Come join us at our parish home in St. Louis Park. Or for more information, 
visit stdunstananglican.org. These are tough times for everyone, so dealing with your timeshare may not be your biggest concern. But when this passes, do you still want a lifetime of payments, fees, and commitments for a timeshare you were misled into buying? Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshares and giving folks the straight facts. I've been fighting the timeshare giants ever since, so no one knows this industry better than me and my team. Today, we have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. Give my office a call today. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley Financial now for your free information kit. 800-549-8866. That's 800-549-8866. 800-549-8866. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for comments or questions. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Uh, I've. It's getting to the point, you know, like I said, we're t- 23 days out from uh, election day and the Democrats are getting more and more desperate because everything they are throwing up against the wall is just not sticking. And it's pretty obvious how out of touch they are. Uh, A tweeter I follow by the name of uh, Eddie Zipperer, he uh, tweeted out a, some uh, kind of some factoids about a new Harvard Harris poll. And uh, it's an interesting number from this, and I'll kind of read from his uh, Twitter thread here. One of the most popular U.S. institutions with a net favorability of 19 points higher than the CDC, 24 points higher than the FBI, 33 points higher than the Department of Justice, and 83 points higher than Antifa. You know what that would be? The police. With all this talk about the defund the police, they are one of the most popular U.S. institutions. A net favorability that is 19 points higher than the CDC, 24 points higher than the FBI, 33 points higher than the Department of Justice, and 83 points higher than Antifa. So uh, if you want to also see what are the most important issues facing the country, 37% say inflation, 29% say economy. So, I mean, those two kind of go hand in hand, inflation, the economy. So 37%, 29%, that's 66%, two-thirds fiscal issues, inflation, economy, 23% immigration. So from that standpoint, you would think that the candidates 
running in races would want to focus on the issues that people most care about. So the when you talk about Republican candidates, you know, what issues do you think Republicans are focused on? 37% say immigration, 24% inflation, 21% economy. So, okay, those are the top three issues, most important issues facing the country, and those are in the top three of what the Republicans are focused on. What issues are Dems focused on? According to this poll, 27% say January 6th, 25% say women's rights, 23% climate change. None of those issues which Democrats are focused on, according to this poll, are in the top three of what these same people are also saying are the most important issues facing the country. Now, why do you think that is? Well, I think it's pretty obvious. They don't have a coherent strategy on how to deal with it. All they talked about was the Inflation Reduction Act. Got to pass the Inflation Reduction Act, Inflation Reduction Act, Inflation Reduction Act. The millisecond that was passed, all of a sudden they're touting it as this is the most substantive and important climate change legislation this body has ever passed. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. This is called the Inflation Reduction Act. And you're talking about now it's a climate change bill? Huh? Yeah. That's it. The old, good old bait and switch. And it pretty much sealed Joe Manchin's fate in West Virginia. Joe Manchin, who, you know, was pretty uh had pretty popular was pretty popular amongst uh Republicans because he was holding the line uh against the uh getting rid of the filibuster, because you get rid of the filibuster with a Democrat majority in the Senate, it's pretty much Katie Bar the door. They can pretty much do what do whatever they want, you know. Make give D.C. and Puerto Rico statehood, pack the courts, Green New Deal, build back better, all that. Okay, and I'm not I'm not apocalyptic when it comes to this country, but if all that stuff were to ever get through, it's like, well, it's been a good run, America. Maybe want to I don't know, try to learn Mandarin. I'm not sure, but yeah. So for all of that. Then Joe Manchin acquiesced and got totally played and decided, yeah, I'll pass this Inflation Reduction Act, which turns out doesn't really do a whole lot to reduce inflation. And Joe Manchin's up for re-election in 2024. Again, I have zero insight whatsoever, but my guess is he doesn't run because he'll almost assuredly lose. I mean, he barely he he barely won re-election in 2018 in a Democrat wave year. But again, West Virginia is one of the more heavily Republican states, and Joe Manchin, you know, was considered you know your classic blue dog Democrat, and he was reelected by I think three points, you know, barely reelected. But now I, I, I if I had to predict, I say he's going to move on and not even run for reelection because a Republican will almost surely defeat him, and if he doesn't run for reelection, boom, you might as well just put that in the GOP flip column. I mean. I hate to start talking about 2024 already, but that's kind of the world we live in today. So uh, some more interesting aspects uh, about this poll. Again, this is a uh, Harvard-Harris poll that recently came out. Voters say Democrats are most focused on January 6th, which ranked as 19th most important issue facing the country. Then women's rights, which ranked fifth. Then climate, which ranked eighth. Meanwhile, the three issues people see the GOP 
most focused on, as I alluded to, are ranked number one, two, and three. On all three of the top issues facing the country, people said they were more likely to vote for GOP on those issues. Inflation, GOP has a 12-point advantage. Crime, GOP also has a 12-point advantage. Immigration, GOP an 11-point advantage. Now, let's look at the issues that Democrats are most focused on. January 6th, abortion and climate. Now, how do you think, what advantage do you think the Democrats have in those issues? Double digits, right? Well, not so much, surprisingly. On January 6th, people trust the Democrats plus two on the issue of January 6th. Abortion, Democrats plus three. Whoa, 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 wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. What happened, this this flies directly in the narrative face, this drives flies, excuse me, in the face of the narrative that Democrats are putting forth that opposing abortion is tantamount to sending us to the handmaid's tale. What? But yet, Democrats only have a three-point advantage when it comes to which who do voters trust to handle abort the abortion issue? And climate, D plus five. And here's another number. That should wake up some Democrats. 64% say that rising crime is, quote, the fault of woke politicians, close quote. Now, that shouldn't surprise anybody. I mean, this is all George Soros funding a lot of these county attorneys and, and state attorneys general. Where the increase in crime doesn't mean there are more criminals being groomed. I mean, we've talked about it on the show. It's, it's repeat offenses. It's these unconscionably light sentences that violent criminals are getting, and they're getting out, and they're reoffending. Whereas we have unconscionably long sentences for these drug offenses. And again, I'm not in the camp of legalize all drugs. I'm not there yet, and I don't know if I'll ever get there. But I, have, I can concede that this generational war on drugs has done anything but stem the tide of drug drug use and drug trafficking okay and yet you get people and again i'm not i'm not necessarily in the camp of legalize all weed okay i'm you know i'm still processing that whole one but i can tell you that these unconscionably long sentences for possession of marijuana just doesn't seem to square with letting violent criminals out and then they reoffend so uh, the, and so this kind of this kind of gives me more encouragement about the Minnesota's attorney general race because if there is definitely the top uh, our top cop i.e. Keith Ellison definitely one of those woke politicians and here's what's amazing about that number now sixty four percent say that uh, rising crime is a fault of woke politicians you know who also says that a majority of Democrats fifty two percent of Democrats in this poll, say rising crime is a fault of woke politicians. So maybe there are, there, there, there's definitely some moderate Democrat voters out there. I don't think that's there's any doubt about that. But as far as representation, what you have in Congress, that is, that, that is quickly becoming a dying breed, almost extinct, the moderate Democrat, the blue dog Democrat. Okay? We found that out with Colin Peterson. 
who was representing Minnesota's 7th Congressional District. I mean, he was... I mean, he was continually reelected in a district that was as red, CD7, as CD6. But then eventually he ended up getting tossed out in 2020. So I'll read some more factoids again of this Harvard-Harris poll. Uh, GOP wants to close the border to illegal crossings, increase incarceration of criminals, and reduce government spending. Does this appeal to you? 60% total said this platform appealed to them. 45% of Democrats said this platform appealed to them. So that just tells you there are some moderate Democrats out there that could be had. And again, this may be a situation in some of these you know, light blue states, bluer states like Minnesota, where there are some moderate Democrats that say, okay, look, Republicans, you're talking a good game here. You're saying the things we like. All right, we'll give you a chance. We'll give you a chance here to put your money where your mouth is because we haven't been getting the results from the party we've been voting for. In fact, you want to talk about a party leaving their constituency. You know, we we quoted that, that quote-unquote lifelong Republican that's supposedly supporting Angie Craig in the 2nd Congressional District. How about the moderate Democrats? Who do you think has been left further in the dust? Right? So it could be a situation where moderate Democrats are saying, we aren't getting our bang for our buck here when it comes to voting for Democrats. So Republicans will give you a chance to put your money where your mouth is, but you got two years. Because the Republicans are in a great chance to take over the Minnesota House, keep the Minnesota Senate. Uh, the governor's office, I'm still step- skeptical we can get, but a last-minute surge could, could put Scott Jensen over the top. Then all of a sudden you got to govern. No more cutesy slogans, no more uh, dramatic campaign ads. That kind of eye candy, you know, catnip for uh, conservatives. It's time to, you know, where it, the rubber meets the road then. And then what do you do? And then I'll wrap it up uh, real quick and uh, I'll be done. 36% of GOP says that Biden's election in 2020 was illegitimate. Not particularly wild about that number, but for all of the poo-flinging that Democrats do about, oh, we... That, that, that's a danger to our democracy, questioning election results. 32% of Dems say that Trump's election in 2016 was illegitimate. So it seems to me like some classic projection there. And again, I'm not denying that there's some election denialism among Republicans. Heck, there's some of them running for U.S. Senate that are still saying it, that aren't helping their cause. Okay? But if you want to play that game, you know, you kind of might want to uh, mind your own house there, clean your own bedroom, so to speak. 32% of Democrats say that Trump's election in 2016 was illegitimate. But when you point that out to Democrats, well, 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 well that was different. Really? How? Different. Russian interference. Really? That was, that was, uh, that was overblown. What else, what else you got? But they want to quickly obfuscate from that. Hence, the January 6th committee and their completely... Uh, substan- uh, completely symbolic move in subpoenaing Donald Trump to appear before the Jan 6 committee. Not going to happen. No prayer that that ever happens, but it makes for good fodder for the far left base, which seems to be all the Democrats are appealing to these days. Brad Carlson, the closer, back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. 
soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Local Business Owner, do you get calls from multiple digital marketing firms trying to sell you the quick fix to your marketing challenges? Maybe you've bought the latest tactic that some hotshots sold you and you're wondering where your results are. The problem is you know you need to market your business, but trusting a partner, well, that's been a challenge. Our solution for many local business owners is through our digital marketing solutions, Salem Surround. Salem Surround is unique because we're based on the same guiding principles that Salem Media is. We actually care about our clients and we're accountable to our results. The same care that we deliver our radio content to you is the same we do with all our digital marketing services. So reach out to us at SalemSurround.com today and we'll consult with you about your individual needs and create a customized plan to actually do what you need your investment to do. That's SalemSurround.com, a full-service digital marketing solution for your business. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. That's 800-260-1792. What's your least favorite season? Now, if you're like me, it's cold and flu season. So get relief from it this year with Mucinex DM. With cough and chest congestion relief for 12 hours in just one dose, that's three times longer than four-hour products. Mucinex DM makes any season comeback season, even cold and flu season. Get three times the relief in just one dose with Mucinex DM. It couldn't be simpler. Nothing lasts longer among over-the-counter cough and cold remedies. Mucinex DM provides 12 hours of relief for chest congestion and cough, day or night. Use as directed. Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join, so visit am1280thepatriot.com today. Welcome back, AM1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. This is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. Take one uh, final segment here. Uh, I do want to uh, get to uh, Josh. I don't think I sent you this uh, this uh, audio clip. I'm going to send it right now. So check your email. It's coming in hot here, Josh. Coming in hot. It's coming in hot. I'm going to send an email right now. Uh, I I've talked often about how uh, sports or politics and social issues uh, bleed into sports. And I just sent it right now, Josh. You should begin. I apologize for that. It's my fault. I forgot to include an audio clip. But I didn't want to play an audio clip. You know, I've been lamenting often about how 
you know, politics and social issues bleeds into sports. I mean, I don't have an issue, and I've said it many times on the show, when players kneel uh, during the uh, national anthem or whatnot. Uh, my thing is, is that when you try to uh, engage some of these people in substantive retorts to you know the issues that they're bringing forth, it's like, wow, 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 these. They're just athletes. They have every right to speak out. Yeah, right. And we have every right to retort. We have every right to, you know, combat what they're saying and, you know, factually refute the things that they're saying. You know, because a lot of what they're doing is, you know, is a lot of virtue signaling. Hence, at the back of every end zone in every NFL stadium, you know, you see end racism. You know, and that's great. And and that's that should be a that is a goal. That is a worthwhile goal, no doubt about it. But just printing you know, cutesy little slogans in the back of end zones, or as the NBA is doing, you know, put, putting slogans on the back of their jerseys for their favorite pet causes. You know, I it's just virtue signaling. But I and I will concede these there are athletes that do a lot to better their communities. Well, there's been definite progress made in the NFL when it comes to hiring of minority coaches, are there, do there, does there need to be more? Are there coaches that minority coaches that are qualified that should have head coaching jobs? Yeah, absolutely. But the thing is, is that the coaches who already have these positions, they, they're grateful for the opportunities, but now they just want to do their job and coach football. Well, Todd Bowles, head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, and you might be able to hear the media questions in the background where he responds to his matchup because today the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers are coached by Mike Tomlin, another black head coach like Todd Bowles, black head coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And someone you know asked him about what is a, a nice moment, two black head coaches facing off against each other. And um I think a I think a famous prosecuting attorney once said, "Never ask a question you don't know the answer to." I'm going to guess that these media people that were peppering Todd Bowles with these inquiries and these questions didn't expect the answers that he was going to give. So uh, this is an audio clip again. Todd Bowles, head coach, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You and Mike Tomlin are two of the few black head coaches in the league. I wonder what your relationship is like with them and your thoughts on Steve Wilkes joining that fold. I have a very good relationship with Tomlin. Uh, we don't look at what color we are when we coach against each other. We just know each other. I have a lot of very good white friends that coach in this league as well, and I don't think it's a big deal as far as us being coaching against each other. I think it's normal. Wilkes got an opportunity to do a good job. Hopefully he does it. And we coach ball. We don't look at color. But you also understand that representation matters too, right? And that when young aspiring coaches or even football players, they see you guys, you know, they see someone that looks like them, maybe grew up like them, that has to mean something. Well, when you say you see you guys and look like them and grow up like them, it means that we're eyeballs to begin with. And I think the minute you guys start stop making a big deal about it, everybody else will as well. You, you Amen. Well said by Todd Bowles. I don't know if you heard that woman in the background, but you realize representation matters, right? I mean, you know, the the, the if players see uh you know, black players see uh, guys that look like them that are coaching, you know, it, it lifts him up and inspires him, right? You know, don't you love it when you know, I, I guess I shouldn't make assumptions, but typically it's 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 woke white people, progressive lily white progressives that do this, that lecture black people. Well, you 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 know that representation matters, right? Look, 
Tony Dungy was the first black head coach to win a Super Bowl back in February 2007 with the Colts, and it was a great it was a great historic moment. No one could deny it. Lovey Smith was the Bears head coach, black man. They were coaching against each other, and Tony Dungy, first black head coach to win a Super Bowl. And then here 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 it was two years later, two years later, February 2009. Mike Tomlin, head coach of the Steelers, won a Super Bowl with the Steelers, and he specifically said after the game, he says, "You know what's great." I'm I'm 36, 37 years old. What people are touting is the fact that I'm the youngest head coach to ever win a Super Bowl. You know what nobody is saying? That a black head coach won a Super Bowl. He says, and I think that's great because they look at me as just a head coach, the youngest head coach. They don't throw black in there. Okay? This was 2009, almost 14 years ago. And yet these lily white progressives in the media still feel the need to kind of stoke the fire. Okay, and it's ridiculous. And good on Todd Bowles for saying it. You know, Steve Wilkes just got an opportunity with the Panthers after they fired their head coach, and, and good on him. Yeah, there de- there definitely deserves to be more minority head coaches. There should be, but the fact of the matter is, the ones that are there now are grateful for the opportunity, and they just want to coach football. They don't want to deal with this stuff anymore. So hopefully, they take Todd Bowles' lead and say, "When you guys stop talking about it, everybody else will too." So, Amen. Folks, I've enjoyed it. AM 1280, The Patriot. Godspeed, my friends. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, and we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Your heating doesn't need to be spooky this fall. The team at Standard Heating and Air Conditioning are here to craft custom solutions for you and your family. Get ahead of the howling winter weather and take advantage of this month's spooktacular offer and save $1,500 or more on a new furnace and air conditioner combo. The temperature dropping means more time inside. Ask your local sales rep about Standard Heating's indoor air quality solutions and receive $100 in savings on a UV light or electronic air cleaner with your purchase. Now offering 0% financing for qualified buyers. These savings won't be here long. Call now and save $1,500 or more on a new furnace and AC combo. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, a family-owned and operated business. Visit standardheating.com. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. Call Standard Heating to schedule an appointment today. Mention the Patriot. That's standardheating.com. 
Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. AM 1280, The Patriot is double.